Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. This is our annual technology meeting presentation. My name is Jason Goldfield. I am the chair of this wonderful and humble committee. And I'd like to welcome everybody here who's here in person, of course, listening on Zoom, and a very big welcome to those listening on ACB radio. Today, we are here to put on a presentation regarding file storage on different platforms. We're here to cover a little bit about what file storage is, what cloud storage is, and give you a few short demonstrations on exactly how some of these platforms work. I'd like to kind of preface things by saying that file storage used to be something that really never existed. You know, if you had a computer or anything that contained any type of sensitive information, you kept it on your computer, you kept it on your personal device. However, that's not the case anymore. As more and more services become online, such as OneDrive and Dropbox, iCloud, and there's so many others. That's a thing of the past. We're able to now upload and store sensitive and personal information and put it somewhere to where we don't have to worry about it and just in case something happens to our personal devices. And I'm sure we've all had the experience where we've had a computer in the past or some type of device where something happened to your machine, something got corrupted, something broke, and you lost those very important documents, those important files, those important photos, or other sensitive information. Now we have a place where we can store them, they're out of the way, and they're there for safekeeping. So with that being said, I'd like to kind of jump into our presentation. We have quite a few presenters here, we're hoping, and we are only able to give you just a glimpse today of how some of these systems work, what you can do with them, how you can navigate them, and so forth. We will have time for questions and answers at the end, so please keep that in mind, so we'll get to those as well. Our first presenter today is going to be sitting to my right, um, everybody else is left who's here in the room, Mr. John Harden. I'd like to pass the mic to him at this time. I thank you. Uh, I didn't realize we had a mic on a stand, but got it. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about BARD. That's the Braille and Reading Download Service of the National Library Service. Um, up until just recently, they had the, all the books at the library on their computer. Now, as of well, the beginning of this year, it has all been uploaded to a cloud. So if something should catastrophically happen to the library, National Library, all the books are safe. I've got 
the Mac computer here, and I'm going to go on, I'm already on the Bard website, I'm going to download a book and transfer it from the computer to the cartridge that you would put in your braille or your um, digital reading machine. I'm on Bard now. I'm going to go into the most popular books. You know, each bo uh, book is the beginning of a heading, so I changed the rotor to headings. Okay, now I want to download Deadly Cross. Firefly Lane TB66, download Deadly Cross, link. Download has started. And I can go on and read the next book. Well, that's downloading if I wanted to. I don't have to wait until it's done. I hope I got a connection that will work quick enough to get this. We should get a little bleep to test, say that it's done. When it gets downloaded, it, the Mac will automatically unzip it so it's ready to be transferred to the thumb drive. Maybe I missed the sound because it should have been done by now. Finder, Finder, Macintosh HD window, column view one items open selection, Macintosh HD window, column view one items selected, Macintosh HD. Downloads, list one item select blank, text, DB Patterson blank, yeah. DB Patterson underscore James Deadly Cross. Okay, there is the book, it's on the computer. I will trans, uh, copy that to the clipboard. Copy. Command underscore James Deadly Cross DB one zero one three three eight dot zip dot download. That is in the downloads folder. Yes. Close window. Macintosh HD. Actions available. Computer. John's MacBook. Ed, co co column view. Open selection. Yeah. Column view. Column view. Yeah. Column view. It's supposed to be column. Mission control. As columns checked. Of course, when when you're doing something for a demonstration, nothing works right. That's Robert's rules of order here. <laughs> Macintosh HD, applicant library, list network, NLS. Okay, there's my cartridge. And I will just hit commands V. And I get a beep. I'm supposed to get it's copying, but. Network, NLS. 
Command V would co copy that to the drive, and if for some reason it's not doing it because it's not supposed to when everybody's listening. But uh, about three seconds, and it would be ready to play in your uh, talking book player. And that's really all there is to sharing a file from the National Library Service cloud. And I will turn this over to... Do you want questions here? No, 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 no. questions at the end, okay. Okay, thank you very much, John. You know, I always tell people that when you expect technology to work the way it does, it usually doesn't. And we've been planning this and talking about this, but when you go to put it in action, you never know how things are going to go. And that's okay, you know. I, uh, I, I teach assistive technology all day for an agency that I work for in my home city. And I always tell my students from day one, I always say, you know, if you come into my class and you're expecting everything to work the way it should, you're in the wrong place. So you hope for the best, but you always roll with it. So anyway, that's okay. We appreciate that. You know, we, we think about file storage and we think about transferring data from a phone to a cloud-based or from a tablet or whatnot. And, you know, when John here, who by the way is one of our, our newest member of our technology committee, so um, when he presented this, I thought that was a great idea because it was something that I never thought about. So anyway, moving on then to our next presenter, we have a longtime member of FCB with us for our next presentation, Mr. Mark Lear. He was sitting to my left. Okay. All right. I guess we'll move on then. If he comes back, we'll come back to him. Is Gabriel here in the room? Okay. Gabriel, would you like to uh, come on up here? So I will be presenting the use of the Dropbox for Mac users. Um, now, I do apologize up front because I've been fighting with my Mac since this morning. Like Jason eloquently said a moment ago, when you need technology to be there, that's when it's uh, acting up. So I could not decrease the speed of uh, Alex, who's the voice that I have on the Mac. So please bear with me. I will be uh, walking everyone through the process. And um, we're going to start uh, assuming that you already have Dropbox installed in one of your uh, as one of your drives and on your mac computer so um, i'll just give uh pointers and uh keywords to look for so yes oh okay sure so dropbox is a um like a cloud-based storage uh drive where you can um, you can put documents, files, and uh, not only are they saved in a cloud, but they are also shareable. So you can send invite to people 
uh, and you can share folders with uh, others who you collaborate. For example, if you have a part of a committee and you have documents that you work with, um, you can all share a folder and anyone can access them as long as they have the credentials to go into Dropbox. Now Dropbox, uh, typically you would have to go to dropbox.com to actually access your files. But like I said earlier, there is an option on the webpage for you to download Dropbox. And once you download Dropbox on your computer or your device, it will, be, um, it will become a drive. So in this case, I, I am um, showing uh, Dropbox on the Mac because I already have Dropbox as one of my drives on the computer. You're welcome. So um, for those of you who are not familiar with Mac, um, I would suggest don't try to find a parallel or a comparison if you're a PC user. Uh, the best way I learned how to use a Mac with VoiceOver was to almost, I'm sorry to say it, but forget everything about PC. Um, if you're an iPhone user, you're better off comparing or transferring your iPhone and VoiceOver knowledge into the Mac. So first of all, a keyword um, for Mac, if you want to look for your Dropbox drive, will be Finder. Finder is basically what Apple calls the place where you find all your drives. So as you'll hear right now, I am going to be in my Finder window. Dropbox. Okay. Oh. Oh. Okay. Give me one second, please. Of course, it got stuck. <laughs> Unbelievable, Jason. You jinxed it. <laughs> Okay, here we go. So you heard it say finder. So that means that I am in the place where I want to open um, a new finder window where I'm gonna find a list of all my drives. So the command to do that on the Mac is command N for new. Okay. Jason, do we have our next presenter? Because it's not collaborating with me. I need to restart. Or you want me to just walk people through the process? Okay. So basically what I'm trying to do, if my computer would collaborate, <laughs> was open a new finder window. Once you open a new finder window uh, with the uh, key uh, combination command N, it will open your list of drives. So what would be happening if my computer was collaborating, I would get a list of all my drives. So then I would scroll down until I find, okay, here we go. Okay. Okay, so new finder window. So you're gonna hear it say you're currently in a list. 
Uh, another key uh, when you're dealing with Mac is you're going to hear a lot of interact and stop interacting because the way Mac is structured um, is uh, like uh, a window, but you have to interact. You actually have to go in and interact, and there's commands. Um, there's a very complicated command, which is command, the, the VO keys, which is uh, command and control, shift, down arrow. Yes, it is four keys, but the beauty of it that the trackpad, um, different than a mouse, a trackpad does work just like your iPhone. So you can double swipe and you'll, that will be the equivalent of interacting. So um, obviously my computer is definitely acting up, but once you start interacting with, with the table or the window where you have all your drives, you scroll down to the one you are looking for, in this case, Dropbox. So once I'm on Dropbox, I have to stop interacting. And the way you do that is, so to interact with a table, you swipe with two fingers left to right. To stop interacting, you swipe on the, uh, on the pad right to left. And then you start moving, and then once you start moving towards your right, then you're going to find your Dropbox and your list of uh, documents and files that you have on your Dropbox. In that case, what you do is you have to, again, start interacting with Dropbox. And I'm going to repeat those commands. Um, if you want to use your keyboard, is the VO keys, which is VO shift down arrow. And if you don't want to use that kind of piano <laughs> combination, um, you would use your swipe with two fingers left to right on the trackpad. And then you start interacting with your documents and files until you get to the one that you need. And then the um, command to open the file would be Command-O for open. Because on Mac, if you hit Enter, what it does, it's trying what is trying to it understands that you want to change the name of the file so do not press enter uh, when you're on your file unless you want to change the name what you do is you do command o to open um, and of course the computer start working now that i'm done with my presentation <laughs> but i'll be happy i'll i'll be around and if, like jason says there'll be time for q a if anyone wants me once uh my computer is up and running again if i if anyone wants me to demo or if anyone wants to uh play around with a trackpad and um i can walk them i can walk them through if we have time at the end and i'll stick around either even after the meeting so that um uh, people can explore uh using the mac using dropbox or any other drive on the mac so I'll keep the presentation short because I know we have other presenters. And uh, like I said, thank you for bearing with us and thank you for being patient. And I'll be, I'll, I'm, I'm here up at the back because on top of everything, the computer, my computer is not holding charge. <laughs> I guess it didn't travel well. So um, I'm here by an outlet. So I'm here by the corner by the uh, refrigerator with the uh, water bottles if anyone needs to look for me, okay? Thanks, thanks Jason. Jason, I got a question before you go on. Is Kathy Salemi, are you on Zoom? Uh, I don't see her on here. 
Oh. That's okay. All right. Well, thank you very much, Gabriel. We certainly appreciate it. And, um, you know, we appreciate everybody's patience while we deal with our technology and make it work or in the case of what is not working. So what we lack in what we're able to demonstrate, we will be glad to talk about. And as Gabriel said, at the end, most of us will be around here if you have any additional questions after our presentation is over. And with that being said, uh, since Mark just brought me back the microphone, he is back in the room. So I'd like to hand the microphone back over to our very own FCB treasurer, Mr. Mark Lear. My part of the presentations has to do with uh, using the uh, OneDrive on a PC. And you can actually use it on your phone too. So I'm going to do that. OneDrive, if you ever get, who has an email account? Yeah, that's about right. That's about right. Everybody's got an email account. Whether you want it or not, you got one. Whether you use it or not, you got one. Okay, so with your email account, you usually get, uh, what, five gigabytes of, of hard drives, or, uh, yeah, iCloud or whatever. If you're, so if you have OneDrive. Oh, really? Some of that you have to pay for. But anyway, what you get with your email is you usually get five gigabytes or whatever you're going to get of free, to, of free space on either iCloud or OneDrive. So the more email addresses you own or you register for, you get another five gigabytes of storage space, okay? So when you think about the, the hard, the, the, the drives that you're using, like OneDrive or iDrive, iDrive is an Apple, um, or OneDrive is Microsoft, uh, Google has theirs, Google Drive, okay? So whenever you're using those, just think of that as a hard drive up in space, up in the cloud somewhere. So, and I did this, I do this all the time because of the fact that I'm, I'm moving around and I, I might have to have access. In fact, all of the files that I have as for, for the, the reports I have to give uh, this weekend for the treasury, like, you know, how much money we've got or don't have or where it went, whatever. Anyway, um, seriously, those files that I need to access are on my OneDrive. I could have put them in iCloud, I could have been Google Drive, I could have put them in whichever one I wanted. I can access them from my phone, which is what I do because I don't have a, I don't want to carry around a tablet or a PC, you know, to, to go from room to room. But when I go to access those files, they're sitting up in the cloud so I can get them anywhere I want. Now, I, I'm doing it with my cell phone primarily because my cell phone, wherever I go, I'm using my data time, but geez, I don't use a whole lot of data anyway. So I can always access it wherever I am. If I do it with my tablet, then the tablet needs to have Wi-Fi access wherever I am because it's not one of those tablets that's, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't spend the, the money for the tablet to get one that, that accesses the, the 
the cloud and it only can get on the internet if it's on Wi-Fi. So I need Wi-Fi access and with my phone, I don't. Now, of course, the phone is a little harder to read because it's smaller, but that's okay. Um, so whenever I wanna access a file, wherever I am, um, I'll have uh, access to it because of the fact that I can you know, go find the file that's on my uh, OneDrive, which in, in, unlike I think John did it too, but he has in his iCloud, he ha he's using Apple, so his I iCloud drive, he can download, download that to his computer. On my computer at home, I can download OneDrive or iDrive or any one of them. I can access the file uh, if, I, if I do work on a file, you know, like my budget, whatever, if I do work on it and I, and it, and I do work on that file in the OneDrive folder on my hard drive, then that's gonna update anything that's in the cloud. So when I go to look at it on my phone, it's, a, it's all updated when I go to use it. So if you, you know, we, we talk about your hard drive as the C drive, if you do things there, it's contained in your computer, but you won't have access to it in the cloud. So you have to do whatever work you're gonna do with a file on your hard drive, you have to do that on the file, on your OneDrive folder, uh, or your or yeah, your OneDrive in the Documents folder, whatever you've got there, and and then then it'll also update on your on the cloud drive. <clears throat> you copy it. You you physically yeah. If I if I work on a file, if I make a file, I take that file that's on my C drive, and I say okay. I want to put that so I can access it on my hard, on my cloud drive. So I move it to, the, I copy the folder or copy the file to the OneDrive folder on my hard drive, on my C drive, <laughs> and then put it in that folder. And then the cloud says, oh, it's up there. Okay. And so then you can, then you can, can do whatever you got to do to it. Like if I go to, to in, do my budget report tomorrow, today, or tomorrow, yeah, it's tomorrow. But anyway, if I go and do it and they say, you gotta do something with this, I can make that change. The file changes on my phone, then it changes also on my hard drive and my computer when I get home and I turn it on, that file will be updated. And that's the neat thing about using the cloud. Now, I also, I'm the I'm treasurer of the blind bowlers in my area. So I have a file that's on my, again, well, I have a, I have a tablet that I use there that uh, is, does have that phone capability so it can access the internet on its own so I don't have to worry about hooking up to Wi-Fi. But I have a file on, on that unit that is also on my, uh, it's in my iCloud drive and it's on my one OneDrive folder and so, so forth and it knows to go get it so if I want to keep track of what bowlers are bowling and what bowlers aren't bowling and who's going to pay me money um, I can you know I can how I can, tells me how much money I got to pay the bowling alley when I figure out how many bowlers are actually there that day so all that's done in the cloud so that when I get home I just 
go to my go to my computer. I go to my uh, uh, Google Drive. No, I will actually have that. Uh, have it. Uh, I have there's a there's a Google f a folder or a, a software that that is called uh, Google Sheets and Google Docs, and they are two. It's a, one's the Google Docs is a is a, um, a word processor and Google Sheets. Well, what guess? That's a spreadsheet program. And that's what I use to keep track of all the bowling scores. Uh, not scores, but how much money I've got to pay who. Um, so that, and that's all updated. Whenever I make a change to it, it's updated on my physical hard drive, on my computer at home, and it's updated on the uh, um, tablet that I'm using at the bowling alley. So when I, when I do one thing, in one place, it gets updated everywhere else, which is kind of neat. So. I wrote an article on two and, you know, for, in White Cane Bulletin, it was in what, May? Uh, no, April. So uh, March, April, and it's on that, on using the cloud with, with OneDrive. So anytime, anytime you're using a, a, doing anything with a document, either whether it's in, in Dropbox is just another way uh, that we talked about with Gabriel talked about Dropbox is just another way to share files. Um, and you can actually do the same thing, but OneDrive and iDrive and Google Drive, they're all cloud drives that store data. And if you really want to get used to, what, I, what people do a lot of times is they'll store a lot of their documents and stuff in the cloud. They don't even have it on their hard drive. In fact, when you do your email and you do it on the web and you don't do it uh, on Outlook or something like that, you don't use software to do it, it's stored up in somewhere, <laughs> but it's not on your hard drive. So it doesn't take all that space. So that's, that's just a whole other way of thinking about it. In, in the sense that you're, you're, you're not tied to the computer. Uh, so I could go to a library, I could log in and, and do whatever I want to do to um, make it work and check my email. And that's why you can check your email on your phone if you want, because it's not tied to your computer. Any questions? Oh, am I done? Here, I'm done. Thank you very much. He wasn't here when we said how we were going to do questions at the end. No? That's okay. That's all right. Don't worry. We're going to have plenty of time for questions. So, All right. Thank you very much, Mark. We certainly appreciate it. All right. We're going to try one more time. Uh, is Kathy Salemi with us on Zoom yet, or is she not here? Kathy, going once, going twice. If you're here, please unmute. All right, going, 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 all right. That's all right. All right, then we'll move on then. Um, looks like I'm the last presenter here on our list. And I wanna talk to you guys just for a few minutes. And I, and I realize we're going quite fast for some people. Um, this wasn't meant to be an in-depth presentation um, or discussion about how these storage systems work, um, but just to give you a glimpse of how they work. And of course, there are plenty many great resources, and we'll mention one at the end. But what I want to talk to you guys just for a few minutes about is about 
um, and Mark mentioned it kind of briefly, was iCloud, and which is found primarily on the Apo ecosystem. And iCloud, uh, for those that are iOS or Mac users, or anything related to Apple, either on your iPad, iPhone, um, or your Mac, or even an Apple Watch. It is Apple's storage cloud-based system. And what is really nice about iCloud is that on, I think, just about every Apple device, uh, the first thing is, is that when you do an iCloud backup, first of all, you have the choice of what you want to back up and when you want to back it up. So for example, I'm going to talk about how I use iCloud on my iPhone, which I know plenty of people have. On the iPhone, once you go into settings, and um, you would double tap on that if you're a voiceover user, and you go under the first icon that has your name and it has your Apple ID and all that, you would double tap to open that up and you go down to iCloud. And what you find under there is a lot of your most commonly used items that Apple thinks that would, you would like to have possibly backed up onto iCloud. Such things as notes, reminders, messages, your contacts, photos, and so much more. And there's some other additional options as well. And by default, what most people use iCloud is, is a way of automatically backing up your device. And um, of course, this applies to more, but I'm talking just about, about our iPhone users. But that, of course, extends to other Apple devices, as I mentioned. So when you plug in your phone, which I do every night to charge up my phone, because um, I'm always on my, my phone all day, every day, doing a variety of different tasks. I put it on my charger, and just like that, sometime during the magic of the night while I'm sleeping, my phone is backed up and stored securely on iCloud. And I have a lot of important information that I care not to lose. Uh, and it also serves as another purpose Say you're going to upgrade your device, or gosh forbid if you lose, or gosh forbid even worse, someone steals your device, you have a full backup of your phone or your iPad or whatever you're using iCloud for. Also, so when you go to get a new device or set one up for the first time, there are basic three different ways of setting up a new iOS device on the iPhone, you can have as a brand new device, which is the way it comes by default. You can restore it from an iTunes backup, which is another way of backing up your device, backing up to a Windows or Mac computer, or what we're talking about here, an iCloud backup. So if I say I wanna upgrade my phone, which eventually I will, I don't want to lose everything and start from square one. I make sure my phone's fully backed up. And then when I go to set up my new device, I tell it to do an iCloud backup restore or set it up from an iCloud backup. And then, and it takes a few minutes and depending on your internet speed, it could actually take a, 
an hour or so, and that's okay. Um, but all my apps will be restored, all my contacts, my photos, and everything else that's just so important to what I have um, backed up. You also can do a backup manually as well, and that's real kind of something that's really cool. Not too many people know about that. They, they think about iCloud, and they say, oh, I know what that is. You know, that's that thing that Apple gives me. So under the iCloud settings on your iPhone and other devices, you can do a manual backup. So if it hasn't been done in a while or you need one done sooner, you, there's a button that says backup now. And generally, that only takes a matter of a couple of minutes. And then you have a backup and an on-demand type of thing, which is really, really nice. And you know, we, we've also been talking today about OneDrive and Dropbox and all that. And what's nice about, about iCloud is through the Files app on many um, Apple products, especially your iPads and your iPhones, there's the Files app. And what's really nice is for those that are familiar with Windows, that are Windows users, you use the Windows Explorer mode, you're able to essentially transfer files and transfer information from one storage device to another. So I can seamlessly use the Files app, go in there, navigate to iCloud, and say I wanna move something over from iCloud over to my Dropbox or my OneDrive, which is available on iOS, by the way, so, which is the operating system of the iPhone, for those who are not familiar, I like to preface that. I'm able to move files around, move things over from one to the other, and back and forth at my leisure. I do admit that the Files app, if you're not familiar with it, can be a very daunting experience. I, I, as much as Apple has really made it accessible, um, and really made it available to us in the last few years of several um, updates of the software. It, it can be a very intimidating experience if you're especially not that familiar. I admit it's not something that I personally use all of the time. However, it's something that I do use from time to time. I mostly see if I wanna access my OneDrive, I open up OneDrive. Um, if I want to access my Dropbox, open up Dropbox, and of course, my phone gets backed up to um, iCloud um, nightly. Um, I do want to just also say with iCloud, as well as some of these other services as well that we talked about, that when you set up a free account, when you set up your account for the first time, you do get limited storage. Mark had mentioned that. Um, however, with all of these services, there are other options. For example, on iCloud, when you get a brand new device, an Apple device, you're given, I believe it's five gigs of, um, five gigs of storage for free. And for a lot of people who are brand new, that's actually plenty. And as much as I'm a strong iPhone user, very strong iPhone user, that's something that actually served me well for a for quite a period of time. It doesn't sound like a lot, 
but for a basic user, it's actually plenty. However, long time ago, I got a message that said storage full. I was like, uh-oh, got to do something about that. So Apple has come up with some plans that do cost money, and they are minimum costs. They are monthly costs. And the nice thing is, is that you're not locked in to a contract or anything long term. You can uh, stop these at any time. But I decided, well, I want to continue backing up my phone as I get more and more apps and save more and more information. So I opted for the first paid upgrade plan, which is 50 gigabytes of space, and that's 99 cents a month. So that's, that's really, you know, I mean, gosh, where we're talking about a dollar a month, it's 12 bucks a year. So that's 99 cents. So we'll minus a few cents, never could do math correctly. <laughs> so you talk about, Leslie, roughly about 12 bucks a year, even though you're paying monthly for it, and it, it just, it's just, it's done. It comes out of your, it gets charged through your iTunes um, account, through your Apple ID monthly. And, you know, what's a dollar a month? I know we're all on budgets, but we can afford that. And then from there, if you require more storage, if you download a lot of like, videos, um, a lot of um, media, you know, that takes up a lot more space. So they do have other plans available. I unfortunately do not remember, um, and maybe in someone in the audience can comment here in a few minutes, um, if someone is definitely familiar with what their highest plan is and what the cost is. I apologize, I don't have that information with me. Um, but they do have several intermediate plans as well. And you can go up and down, you can even get rid of the pay plans, go back to your five gigabytes if you want. Um, it really just really, really depends on your needs. So, yeah. So you have a couple options. So if you want to downgrade, you either clean it up, delete things. You say, well, I really don't need that anymore. You know, you can get rid of that. And of course, that gives you a little bit more space. Um, you know, we all wind up taking pictures and things like that. I mean, I don't know how many times I've done snapshots on my phone by accident. And uh, I go through those, and usually they're like snapshots of like the wall or the ceiling, and I'm inadvertently trying to do something else. <laughs> I mean, it happens from time to time, so I'm like, oh, I can just get rid of that. And of course, not only does that give me more storage back on my iCloud account, it also gives me more storage on my phone, because what you get backed up is also on your phone as well. So that kind of works hand in hand. So what I want to do, and we're going to do this, I believe, in two parts, if this will work out okay, is we're going to take some questions from the, um, from, first of all, from the people here in the room, us that are here in person first, and then once we're done with that, if we're able to, um, through the magic of Zoom, we would like to take questions from those individuals on Zoom, if that will work out okay. So... First of all, do we have a mic runner in the room that can uh, run a mic? So everybody can, if you have a question here in the audience, everybody can hear you on Zoom and ACB radio. Okay, wonderful. We have a wonderful volunteer. We only hired the best here at FCB. <laughs> so, all right. So uh, if you have a hand, uh, if you have a question, just raise your hand. Um, the person I think has a little bit of sight 
Um, you might have to say who you are so they know where to run the mic. So with that being said, we're now open for questions here on the floor first. I'm sorry, just using my Android. I've got I, uh, OneDrive. You can put, pull it up, download it, and you just have to do the same uh, login and password for both. And you got it, as well as the other apps. It's easy. <laughs> wow, you guys are easy here in the room. Either we put everybody to sleep or you all are impressed. I can't quite tell. <laughs> That's okay. All right, thank you. And appreciate the Android comment, yes. Yes, definitely all these services are available on Android. So we don't want to forget about our Android users as well. Um, we were supposed to have a slight Android presentation, um, but we had to forego that. Um, but yes, definitely all these devices, are, our services are available on Android. Um, they do work relatively the same. So they're across, they are available across multiple platforms. So with that being said, um, do we have any questions for those listening to us on Zoom today? We have no questions from the Zoom audience. No questions from the Zoom <laughs> audience. Wow. These guys are awesome. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Um, you know, I know we went through this relatively quickly, and we're just about at our time anyway. I think we're a few minutes over. So I just do want to conclude. Um, even though we did just go through this all very quickly, and you heard about a variety of different options that you have available to us. Like I said, we will be around here, um, either in the room or in the convention. Please just grab any member of the technology committee and we'll be glad to talk to you. Um, I do want to uh, leave you with this. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about um, cloud-based storage, the National Braille Press does have a book it's called Drop Into Dropbox. And even though it covers Dropbox, at least it gives you an idea of what Dropbox is a little bit more. Um, and they'll also give you an idea of how some of these other works because while Dropbox is just one service, they're all like interchangeable and they all are basically the same. Like I said, that's called Drop Into Dropbox. It's available from National Braille Press. I believe it is not free. However, it is very affordable. I believe it's at $12 for that book. And it is available in Braille, of course, um, Daisy download as well as Word, well as um, a uh, Word document as well. So you have a variety of different options if you'd like to purchase that and learn a little bit more. So in conclusion, I'd like to thank, first of all, everybody here uh, for coming and listening on Zoom and of course ACB Radio. And of course, I must please, I also must thank my wonderful technology committee. Guys, without them, we wouldn't be able to put on presentations that we do year after year at convention. And I'd just like to personally thank my technology committee for doing the outstanding work that they do. So thank you very much. We certainly appreciate you all attending today and enjoy the rest of your day here at our FCB convention.